Watch out, Sprouts! There's trouble in River City, but maybe not the kind you might expect. Those stubborn Iowans might pick a little, talk a little, but Mary and the Librarian will give some sincere piano lessons. Good night, my someone, and good night, ladies, because tomorrow there will be 76 trombones and perhaps an appearance from the Wells Fargo wagon. Professor Harold Hill might be from Gary, Indiana, but after taking the Rock Island line, he's in River City, Iowa, and he's there to make a boys' band. We're talking about Meredith Wilson's classic piece of musical theater, The Music Man, today on... Classical Sprouts! Welcome to Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids. I'm Kate Botello. Hiya's. Today we're going to talk about The Music Man, a musical that first premiered on Broadway in 1957, and it's one of my very favorites. But first, let's start with a question. Since The Music Man takes place in Iowa, that's where we're going today for our Quizlet. Each state has designated state symbols associated with it, like the state flower, the motto, the song, the tree, and the state bird. What is the state bird of Iowa? What is Iowa's state bird? We'll even give you a hint along the way, so stick around for the end of the show, and we'll tell you the answer. The story of The Music Man follows the traveling salesman who goes by the name of Professor Harold Hill. He arrives in River City, Iowa, posing as a boys' band organizer and a leader who's going to sell band instruments to the townsfolk and teach the boys in the town how to play their instruments. But here's the catch. This professor isn't really a professor at all. He's actually a con man who swindles innocent townspeople out of their money and has no musical skill and no intention of actually giving any music lessons before he leaves town. The town librarian and piano lesson teacher is the only person in town who might see through to who he really is, so he cozies up to her. She sees right through his tricks, but since his plan of having a band has helped her younger brother overcome both his speech impediment and his shyness, she begins to fall in love with Harold Hill. Will the band come together? Will Harold Hill get caught? Will they fall in love? You'll have to wait and see. Music Man was written by a man named Meredith Wilson, who wrote both the music and the book, which is what we call the story in musical theater terms. Originally from Mason City, Iowa, he called the Music Man an Iowan's attempt to pay tribute to his home state. The musical premiered on Broadway in 1957 and has been adapted twice for film in 1962 and 2003. It's also had a few revivals on Broadway, including one in 2022, starring Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster. 
It's also very popular for high school and college productions. It was even the first musical that our very own producer, Emily Duncan Wilson, was in when she was in high school. Now, Sprouts, if you've listened to our episode on West Side Story, you might remember that West Side Story also premiered on Broadway in 1957. The Music Man won five Tony Awards that year, including Best Musical over West Side Story. Now, let's get into it. You're crazy with the heat. Credit is no good to an ocean salesman. What? All aboard. We begin on a train with a group of traveling salesmen. They're talking about how modern advances are making the way they do their jobs difficult. Why can't things be the way they've always been, am I right? So they've heard of this guy named Professor Harold Hill, and they don't seem to approve of him. Now what's interesting about this song is how the sounds of the words and the rhythms are used. Cash for the hogshead cask and jammy jar. Cash for the crackers and the pickles and the flypaper. Look, what do you talk? 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 What do you get it? What do you talk? You can talk, you can talk. You can bicker, you can talk. You can bicker, bicker, bicker. You can talk, you can talk. You can talk, 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 talk. Bicker, bicker, bicker. You can talk all you want, but it's different than it was. What do you think that sounds like? you got to know the territory. Why is the Model T Ford made the trouble? If you said a train, you would be right. 9, 10, 12, 14, 22, 23 miles of the county. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Who's going to patronize this bitty two-by-four kind of store anymore? What do you talk? What do you talk? What do you but the joke's on them. They arrive at the River City, Iowa stop, and Harold Hill gets off the train. He's been there the whole time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But he doesn't know the territory. Harold Hill was played by an actor named Robert Preston in both the original 1957 Broadway production and the 1962 movie. Robert Preston had mostly been known for, as he put it in an interview, playing the lead in all the B pictures and the villain in all the epics. So he wasn't super well known in the world of musical theater. And since he came from an acting background, singing was not what we'll call his forte. His strong point. That's what that means. Well, you got trouble, my friend. Right here, I say trouble right here in River City. Why, sure, I'm a billiard player. Certainly mighty proud to say I'm always mighty proud to say it. Now, there's a scene in The Music Man where Professor Hill has to spark some sort of trouble in town to prove that there's a need for a boy's band. This originally was one long scene with dialogue, just acting, no singing, and it was really boring, and it just didn't work in the show. Wilson considered cutting it, but he realized that some of the spoken words sounded like lyrics, so he turned it into what's called a patter song. Oh, yeah, the keen eye. Did you ever take and try to find an ironclad lead for yourself from a three-rail billiard shot? But just as I a say patter it, song is a song often in a musical, opera, or operetta that is fast, 
funny and has a super rhythmic pronunciation of words. Step on the road to the depths of degradation. I say first, medicinal wine from a teaspoon, then beer from a bottle. And the next thing Other examples of patter songs include I am the very muddle of a modern major general from Gilbert and Sullivan's Pirates of Penzance. I am the very muddle of a modern major general. I've intermission vegetable, animal, mineral. I know the kings of England and I quote the fights historical from Malathon to Waterloo in order categorical. And supercalifragilisticexpialidocious from Mary Poppins. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious. If you say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Say that ten times fast. Or once. <laughs> as well as many, many others. But for now, here is a part of You Got Trouble, the patter song in The Music Man. Yes, you got lots and lots of trouble. I'm thinking of the kids in the knickerbocker, shirt-tailed young ones, peeking in the pool hall window after school. You got trouble. Folks right here in River City. Trouble with a capital T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. Oh, right here in River City. Right here in the city. With a capital T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. That stands for pool. We've surely got trouble. We've surely got trouble. Right here in River City. Right here. Got to figure out a way to keep the young ones moral after school. We then meet Marion, the town librarian, at her home after teaching a piano lesson. Singing a good night love song to no one in particular. Good night, my someone. Now take note of this song, because we're going to come back to it later. Good night, my someone. Good night, my love. Sleep tight, my someone. Sleep tight, my love. Our story It's the 4th of July in River City, and the mayor and his wife have put on a somewhat off-putting, if you ask me, spectacle for the town. But still, up in arms about the so-called trouble their town is in with the kids running wild at the pool hall, Harold Hill's moment has come. He's here to sell the idea of the River City Boys Band, taking the stage and announcing to the townspeople that he will prevent sin and corruption. He blazes into the song called 76 Trombones. Please, folks, may I have your attention, please? Attention, please. I can deal with the troubled friends with a wave of my hand, this very hand. Please observe me if you will. I'm Professor Harold Hill, and I'm here to organize a River City Boys Band. This song has become an American standard and is perhaps the most well-known song in the show. He really hypes up being in a band, even referencing great band leaders at the time, such as W.C. Handy, Gilmore, the great Creator, and... John Philip Sousa. John Philip Sousa all came to town on the very same historic day. 76 trombones led the big parade with 110 cornets close at hand. They were followed by rows and rows of the finest virtuosos, the cream of every famous band. There were 50 mounted cannon in the battery. Thundering, thundering louder than before. Clarinets of every size and trumpeters would improvise a full octave higher than the score. 
Make sure to follow us and rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you always know when a new episode's available and so more Sprouts like you can find out about us. Stick around, Sprouts. We'll see you after the break. I'm Keith Brown, and I'm the host of Gameplay. Every week on the show, I celebrate the amazing world of video game music with everything from beloved classics to brand new soundtracks. You can stream episodes at our website, GameplayShow.org. I hope you'll join me for this adventure. of the episode, I asked you what the state bird of Iowa is. Now, here's a hint. Its bird call sounds like this. And for dinner, it likes to eat dandelions, sunflowers, and evening primrose. How delightful. Any guesses? Stick around for the end of the show and we'll tell you the answer. Welcome back, Sprouts. Before the break, we heard about Harold Hill's arrival in town, met Mary and the librarian, and heard about Hill's plans to trick the River City townspeople into buying instruments and uniforms to create a boys' band and then run off with all their money. Now it's time to see how that's working out for him. How can there be any sin in sin, sin? Even though the rest of the town may not have a background in music, they still start to get skeptical of Harold Hill because they haven't seen anything happen with this supposed band yet. The River City School Board members want to see his credentials or proof that he has the authority to lead a band, which, as we know, he does not have. To keep them at bay, he remarks that they sound like they could be a singing group. And because this is a musical, they immediately burst into what is called a barbershop quartet. A barbershop quartet is a group of four singers who sing music in four-part harmony without instrumental accompaniment. Barbershop music normally has super close harmonies, notes, that are near each other in the scale. Sin, sin, sin. How these school board members knew how to do this automatically, we'll never know. But luckily for Harold Hill, they would rather sing together than ask him about his credentials. So he's off the hook once again.
Now, the school board aren't the only ones questioning Harold Hill's plans. The mayor's wife, whose name is Yulele McKechnie Shin, is equally skeptical and also pretty into gossiping. She and her friends also don't approve of Mary and the Librarian because they think she advocates for dirty books, as in books they just really don't understand. They all wear some ridiculous-looking hats, and with this song, they look and they sound like chickens. But then, the school board barbershop quartet walks by, the two groups have a bit of a mashup song moment, and then the gossip stops. For now. Hill soon realizes that he should probably have a rehearsal for the kids that have joined the band now that the Wells Fargo wagon has delivered their instruments. It's made Marion's once shy younger brother so thrilled she doesn't even seem to mind that Harold's plan seems sort of bogus. Harold Hill has been teaching the kids something that he calls the think system, in which, if they think about and sing Beethoven's minuet in G enough times, with time, they'll be able to just pick up their instrument and know how to play it. Harold claims that you don't have to bother with the notes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's gonna work. Think about the minuet in G. La di da di da di da di da. La di da. La di da. That's it. We are nearing the time that the band is supposed to perform for the first time at the town's sociable. Harold runs into Marion and she exposes the fact that he is not a band leader. She tells him she has known since three days after he arrived that he is a fraud. She looked him up in a book on Indiana State Records from the library, but because she's come to love him throughout the musical, she lets him be and she tells him that she'll see him later at the sociable. Harold confidently sings 76 trombones once again. He overhears Marion singing, Good Night, My Someone. With 110 cornets right behind. Harold suddenly realizes that he is in love with Marion, and he and Marion swap melodies of their songs. While a hundred and ten cornets played the air, I wish I may, and I wish I might. Now, good night. 
my someone good night. Now, did you catch that good night, my someone, and 76 trombones actually share the same basic melody? Let's take one more listen. Sweet dreams be yours, dear, if dreams there be. While a hundred and ten cornets played the air. Maybe they were meant to be together all along. We're now going to skip ahead to the very end, when the parents of River City are demanding to hear the band. Well, where's the band? Where's the band? Marion sticks up for Harold, despite their continued skepticism, and then the kids enter in their uniforms with their instruments. The parents are in awe. Harold, still not sure if he can or should lead them in a band, is encouraged by Marion to have them play Beethoven's Minuet in G. He raises his hands to conduct and... It's terrible. But the parents are so proud of their kids. That's my Barney! That was my Barney! Wonderful Barney. And Harold ended up bringing the town together in ways that weren't expected, that in the end, everyone's happy. The time has come to find out the answer to our Quizlet. At the beginning of the episode, I asked you if you knew the state bird of Iowa. I played its bird call and told you that it likes to eat seeds from dandelions, sunflowers, and evening primrose. I'll give you another hint. Its feathers are beautiful, bright yellow with black wings and a cute little patch that looks like a little black cap on its head. You think you know? The state bird of Iowa is... The goldfinch! The goldfinch is often found flying over meadows, flashing their beautiful golden color in the sunlight, singing their lovely little songs. Alrighty, Sprouts, thanks so much for listening to The Music Man with me today. And maybe from now on, you'll be able to recognize patter songs, barbershop quartets, and maybe even if a band leader isn't really a band leader, if they teach you the think system. We've got some more fun facts about Meredith Wilson, how The Music Man was produced, and more on our website at classicalsprouts.org. So be sure to check us out there and follow us on Instagram at classicalsprouts. We share things there we don't even cover on the podcast, so make sure to check it out. This episode was written and produced by Emily Duncan Wilson with support from Amanda Sewell. Our digital content manager is Casey Brown. I'm Kate Botello. Bye-bye!